Felix. We've been stalking the stag for hours now. He is strong, evading us at every turn. Only the hunger pains in my stomach make me continue the hunt. We've not eaten properly in days. There is barely any prey left in the small patch of forest that hasn't been overrun by humans yet. Once, this was a barely inhabited area. Now, after the sea swallowed most of north and central Germany, everyone has moved to the south. They tore down the forest my people have called home for centuries, all to make space for new houses and settlements. In a way, I understand why they're redoing it, driven by the same urge to stay alive that now keeps us running through the snow, hunting the stag that will help us survive. It has a big one, with enough meat to last us for days. This might be the turning point Rob and I have been waiting for. He is heading west. My wolf brother says just before the scent of the stag disappears. I turn to my left and continue running, evading the sharp branches of trees threatening to turn us into wolf kebabs. The snow is fresh, like powder dancing up into the air every time I pause it. My human feet would have long since frozen, but my paws are well insulated, made for the cold winters of the Alps. Here, the first snow starts falling in September, sometimes earlier. The seasons have shifted since the drowning, and the weather is unpredictable. This winter has been long and colder than any I can remember. So cold that even some of our prey is frozen to death. He is getting slower. I can't see Rob, but I can feel him running to my right. He is as silent as I am. A phantom in the night. It is going to be morning soon and the stag will be even more likely to evade us. Right now, we have the advantage with our night vision, but still, he is fast and strong. Hopefully, Rob is right and he really is getting slower. The taste of venison is a dim memory. I remember it being delicious, satisfying. The warm blood of prey always is. The feeling of teeth piercing flesh. The scent of death. My wolf needs it to stay the predator that he is. If I don't satisfy his desires, I become too human to survive in this world. Some of our kind have chosen that option, becoming permanently human and moving into the villages. Not my wolf brother and me. Oh, we all never join the humans who once hunted our ancestors to near extinction. We cling to our wild side, no matter how hard it is. The scent of the stag returns to my nostrils and I breathe in deep. Soon, I can feel him turn again, trying to escape. Careful. He is trying to shake us off. I warn Rob. Let us split up. I send him an image of where to run. Sometimes, communicating in images is a lot easier than talking. Words can take a long time. I turn right, letting Rob stay close to the stag while I circle left, trying to cut him off. He has always turned left so far, running in one large circle. If he sticks to that pattern, I am going to catch him. He is just an animal, driven by instincts. While my wolf brother and I have the combined intelligence of the wolf and our human minds. Hunger drives us today and we re-desperate. We re not going to stop until we sink our fangs into the stag's warm flesh. My front paws hit a sharp stone hidden beneath the snow and I whimper. But don't stop. Pain is part of being a wolf. Life is pain. Maybe it wasn't he before the drowning happened. But nowadays, it is. Constant hunger, constant pressure to survive. There is never enough prey, not even during the summer. Then there is the loneliness. Rob and I are the only remaining members of our pack. He is the alpha, but I am a close match to his dominance. He rarely uses his alpha powers on me. With it being just the two of us, there is no need for it. We discuss our next steps as equals. We re friends, best friends, brothers in arms. We've been together for so long that the lines between our wolf minds have become blurred. I never had such a strong bond with anyone, not even my parents and my real siblings. 
Rob and I were made for each other. I wish he'd see it the same way. I can smell the stag before I can see him. He is sweating. I sniff the air. It does sweat from exhaustion. Not fear. How can he not be scared? He is being chased by two wolf shifters. Most animals would cower in fear, but not him. It is almost as if he enjoys the chase. He has turned left. Just as I predicted. Not far now. Then I can cut him off. We'll all feast tonight. I come to a stop and hide behind a large bush. My fur is almost as white as the snow, making it the perfect camouflage. That is why. The one hiding and not Rob. He is as dark as the night, which is great for nocturnal hunts but not for disappearing into the snowy landscape that is glowing slightly in the moonlight. Only seconds separate me from my share of the meat. Meal on hooves. I think and snicker in my head at my bad joke. I get ready to jump. Every muscle is straining for release. Soon, almost there, I pounce. My claws extended, ready to sink into the stag as fleshy side. At the last moment, he turns, as if he was expecting me. He lowers his head, pointing his antlers at me. Sharp, spiky antlers that rip into my exposed belly. I howl, scream, cry out as agony rips me apart. I don't stand a chance against the pain. It overwhelms me, destroys me. Pulls me under before I can fight it. I am nothing but blinding hot pain, ripping through my abdomen. I know he had organs that I rely on. Blood is everywhere, running out of me. A howl in the night, not mine. Rob is coming for me. He'll all be too late. Maybe we should have gone to live with the humans after all. I stop fighting against the darkness and let go, smelling the scent of the stag who turned from prey into my murderer. Robin. I feel his pain as I sink my teeth into the stag's flank. He's hurt my wolf brother. He's going to die for it. Felix's screams echo in my mind, even though I've blocked our connection, unable to stand listening to his agony. Before I slammed down my walls, I felt his pain like my own and even now it's only slightly lessened. It's the curse of our bond. The Alpha always knows what his packmates are feeling. It's supposed to make us good leaders, but right now, it's stopping me from defeating our enemy. The stag that's not as stupid as we thought he would be. Felix is lying on the ground, a puddle of blood coloring the snow around him. Usually, he'd recover from such an injury, but we're weak from starvation. I'm not sure he'll make it. The stag is trying to shake me off, but grief and fear give me new strength. If Felix is going to die, then I don't have anything left to live for. I'd rather join him in death after I've avenged him than live on my own. I'm okay with dying. It's been a long time coming. Clutching his hide with my front paws, I ram my hind claws into his soft belly. The stag roars in pain and suddenly jumps, standing on his hind legs, prancing like a horse. Stop it, someone suddenly shouts. A woman. Both the stag and I freeze, turning towards the voice. She's standing between the trees, holding a bow, three arrows notched in it. Her face is hidden by the night, but I don't need to see it to know that she is formidable. Her entire posture screams confidence and power. You're not supposed to kill each other. She screams, her voice carrying through the otherwise quiet night. Stop. A bright light explodes around her and before I can react, I feel the urge to shift. I can't resist. It's not my usual, elegant, painless shifting that I've perfected over the years. No, this is raw and harsh. Bones break, muscles tear. I howl in pain as my body transforms.
Through the pain, I wonder who she is to be able to do this. Only alphas can force others to shift. When it ends, I'm drenched in blood and sweat, panting hard. A cool hand touches my shoulder. I'm sorry. Will you stop fighting now? It's the same woman as before. I sniff, trying to make out what she is. Even with my diminished human senses, I know that she's neither human nor shifter. She can't be an alpha then. She smells of the snow I'm lying on, cool and calming and a tiny bit deadly. I don't move, waiting for my bones to fully set. My body is made to cope with a shift, but a forced one always takes longer to heal. Why? I grind out. She kneels down by my side, her legs so close I can smell the leather of her trousers. Why what? She asks innocently. Why did you force me to shift? My vocal cords still aren't completely human and it hurts to speak. I didn't. You did, I growl. Don't lie to me. I really didn't. I have no idea why you suddenly shifted. She's got a strange accent that I can't quite place. It's almost as if German isn't her mother tongue, even though her grammar seems excellent. Is your friend all right? She asks, reminding me of Felix. His pain has disappeared from my mind. He can't have healed yet, so this can only mean one thing. I lean my head back and yowl in grief. Stop it, mate, that hurts my head. I whirl around. Felix is sitting there, seemingly unharmed. Dried blood stains his dark skin, but the wound that should be there has closed. I feel for our wolf brother bond. It's as strong as ever. Nothing has changed. I turn back to the woman. What did you do? This time, it's more awe than an accusation. I would like to know the same, a new voice says from behind me. A man. I jump to my feet, ready to shift and fight off whoever might harm Felix. There's a guy sitting in the snow, just as naked as the rest of us. He seems relaxed, almost too much so. There are no footsteps anywhere around him, only hoof and paw prints. Even before I realize that his hair is the same color as the stag's mahogany fur, I know that he's a shifter. The woman must have done the same thing to him that she did to us. You. I prowl towards him, growling. You almost killed my brother. Brother? The woman whispers under her breath, probably assuming that I can't hear her. I don't know why that confuses her, but I push it aside. There are more important things to focus on. Why didn't you tell us you were a shifter? I throw the words at him, but he doesn't even bat an eyelid. His breath is calm and collected, as if he wasn't just forced to painfully shift. Maybe it didn't hurt him like it did us. He smiles lazily. The fun is in the chase. He turns to Felix. Sorry about the scratch, I didn't plan on hitting you that hard. I'm expecting Felix to respond with the same anger burning in my chest, but he just nods and smiles. He fucking smiles at the guy who almost killed him. Has this woman somehow bewitched us? I turn to her, but she's not looking at me. She's staring at Stag Guy, her eyes wide, her lips forming a small round O. That wasn't supposed to happen, she whispers. What? I snap. Don't you feel it? The Stag asks with his annoyingly soothing voice. Feel what? The woman drops her bow and buries her face in her hands. Crap. He's going to kill me.